What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Chase Ascendancy. Often I let you guys say it there, but and then you didn't. <laughs> I threw you a curveball and you looked at me, so I hit myself. But it's funny. I don't, uh, I don't know if you understand how small that pause was. Sorry. <laughs> guys, welcome back to. The Chiss Ascendants. Ah, episode 12. Today, Samuel, what are we talking about? Today, we will be discussing the lids of Star Wars. The lids of Star what Wars. What do we mean by that, Josiah? Well, we mean the lids, meaning... Okay, here's what happened. Every week we talk about what are we going to talk about. And uh, I said, you know what? Let's do something a little bit more silly, a little bit something different. And for whatever reason, the first thing that popped in my head was hats. The hats of Star Wars. Um, but then we start talking about helmets. Is a helmet a hat? What came first, the chicken or the egg? You decide. Is a helmet a hat? Let us know what you think in the comments. Um, but we were yeah. like, we couldn't decide. It does count, but it also covers your face. So it, Yeah, and you know, then we were like, well, maybe we could say the headgear of Star Wars. But then that's you too bulky. Yeah, that's that's cumbersome. That sounds dumb. So Samuel came up with lids. Lids. The lids silly. of Star Wars. So the lids of Star Wars... Here's the beautiful thing about Star Wars. You can love something for the smallest reasons Yeah. in Star Wars. Um, think about this. My favorite character, Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Right? Now, in official canon, there's not a whole lot going on. You know, I've read a ton of books and comics and stuff that's now not canon anymore. Whatever. Uh, but in the movies, you know, obviously he's the best bounty hunter. He catches... Han Solo and them on Cloud City, helps Vader, all that stuff. Um, but so many people just recognize Boba Fett because of the Mandalorian armor. Right. So many people who aren't even Star Wars fans, they know who Chewbacca is because he's a giant Bigfoot-looking dude with a little satchel across his chest. Uh, you know, so many people his know who Darth Vader has is. Pockets. <laughs> <laughs> so many people know who Darth Vader is uh, just by sight, and so. The beautiful thing about Star Wars is that you can love something for the silliest reason. Here's an analogy. When I was growing up, one of the first cars I wanted was any car that as soon as you open the door to get in, do you guys remember this in the 90s? There was a seat belt that was already attached to the, to the door. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And all you had to do was just pull it across. None of this mangling over here. You just pull that bad boy across. And when I was like in pre-K or first or second grade, I was thinking... That's the most practical thing that's ever happened to a car. That's the kind of car I want. And as you get older, you get more picky. And I feel like as Star Wars fans, we've done that. The last couple of five or six years, we're getting more, well, it should be this. Well, it should be this. Well, why isn't this? Um, and we all, so many people, I did it, but so many people hated it when George was in charge. And then he let it go, and we, everybody was so excited. And now that he's not in charge, people are upset. People are just upset in general. But let's get back to that first grade seatbelt car style and talk about the lens of Star Wars. Let's talk about it. Let's do it. We didn't put a list together. We're just going to ramble for like 30 or 45 minutes. You're welcome. 
So, okay, we've you got, go first. What are, some, what are ideas, some hats but, that stand out to you? Okay, so the first, Josiah said the hats of Star Wars. My mind was like, that's stupid. That was my first reaction. Wow. And then I was like, wow. There you know, cool, see, there are cool hats. That's what happened. Well, yeah, no, I was like, that's kind of a dumb topic. But at the same time, I was like, you know what? Let's let's give it a shot. Let's try it out. And so I was just thinking about it. And the very first thing that came to my mind with all the things out there was my boy Embo. The Clark Griswold of Bounty Hunters. <laughs> you remember Christmas Vacation where Clark Griswold greases up the little sled? And <laughs> I'm with you now. Imbo rides on his They ass. have nothing in, per- in common as, as persons, but yes, yes, I see where you're going. I was at. saying so, it's a ut- it's a utility. It's a great... Yeah. You can do many things with so, it. So Imbo, if you don't know, he's in the Clone Wars a lot. You mm-hmm. know, he's one of their, uh, you know, token bounty hunters. They're like, we need some bounty hunters in this episode. And they're like, put Imbo in there. Yeah. You know, he's just in the background. It doesn't hurt that that's, that's Dave Filoni's favorite bounty hunter. Right. He's super cool. Well, he's in like the that team of five you know you got mm-hmm. Dingard, you got the chick with the the metal boa that she's like i don't know what i don't know that called. at all you don't know you don't know mm-hmm. she's got the little horns sugi maybe if i would knew her name i would have used it i think it's yeah she, um, she's a she's a zbrak no 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 different one different one oh, she's okay. pink oh okay yeah i don't know that um and then, you know, you got, uh, I think Bosk is in that for a while. You got Aura Singh, but mm-hmm. Aura Singh's kind of doing her own thing. Anyway, he's amongst them, and he's got this... He's got uh, the cool dog. Yeah, he's got that cool dog, the ones that they use in the, uh, what do they call that? Jedi prison, the Citadel. Oh, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, so he's got this cool oval-shaped helmet that doubles as a shield and triples as a weapon. So you see and quadruples him. as a sled. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll get fixated on that and then we'll move on. Uh, so you'll just see him, you know, he's it's like... It's kind of a boomerang of sorts. Yeah, he's, it's like Captain America's shield, except cooler because it's in Star Wars. And that's cooler. coming as a big Marvel fan. You heard it here first, folks. Big Man. Marvel fan. I'm proud of you. All right, thank you. Uh, Wonder Twin Jacktivate. Yeah, the rings hit. Uh, so... Yeah, I, I just like it. I You know, you see me, he's doing like 360 spins, you know, the kind that you see figure skaters do, and you're like, how are they moving all those directions at once? Mm-hmm. And he's deflecting, uh, you know, blaster bolts with his helmet, or he's throwing them at people, and then you see him, like, he's picked his helmet back up, and he's like, holding it on his head. I don't know, it's just really cool. And, and when I first, as you know, when I was younger and I first saw the Clone Wars, I was like, wow, this alien's got a terribly shaped head, that's gotta be super, super annoying and awkward. Right. I thought it was a part of him. Right. But then he was like, and I was like, oh, it's a hat. Yeah. Uh, so that was pretty cool. Uh, I just, I think everything about him is cool. He's a cool character, yeah. but his helmet, I don't know. It's probably like the most versatile yeah. hat that we see in all of Star Wars. And he's kind of a, he's kind of a, here's how I see Embo without getting off into our favorite bounty hunters. <laughs> Uh, Imbo is like the Plo Koon of bounty hunters. He's a man of few words, but he's always there. Yeah. And even in the Clone Wars, I think he's like number two or three in the galaxy. Mm-hmm. And he's but cool he, because... Yeah, you never see him like leading though. He he's seems to kind of have a high moral code. Yeah. He uses a crossbow. Similar. Cool. Not not the same as Chewbacca's, but similar. And he uses throwing knives. And he uses a freaking hat. And he uses a dog. 
And he has a dog. So bonus and, points. Uh, in the Aftermath trilogy by Chuck Wendig, he's still alive in that time. Nice. I think him and Dengar talk, or him and somebody talks, uh, have a conversation. So Embo's still alive at that yeah. point. So we could still see him. <gasps> you, you think an Embo from Mandalorian Season 2? Maybe. That'd be cool. T- Timestamp. Because Dave Filoni, that's his favorite bounty hunter. They said we're going to see Skywalker era characters. Clone Wars counts. Man, we're brilliant. You heard it here first, folks. You heard it here freaking first. Okay, so Imbo. Um, all right. All right. We'll move off of that. I've talked about that enough, but I think he's super, super, super cool. His hat is very cool. One of the coolest things about Imbo's hat is that he uses it for things. Right. Now, some it's people a have hats and a tool. that they just look cool. And a Michael Jackson sun umbrella. <laughs> Stay out of that sun. You got sensitive alien skin, boy. <laughs> okay, so moving moving right along. Um, uh, now I'm thinking about freaking South Park Michael Jackson. Welcome to Murderland. So, uh, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So uh, this guy uses his hat for nothing except for cool looks, and I'm talking about the western looks that could kill the western duros. Everyone's favorite bounty hunter during the Clone Wars period, Cad Bane. Now, the coolest thing about Cad Bane is his voice to me. Um, and there's this one part where, when you first see Cad Bane burst on the scene, mm-hmm. he's like, "Attack the Republic Senate, no problem." <laughs> like, yeah, right. <laughs> Steal a Jedi holocron, cost you double. Like he's he's just doing all this crap that I'm like, yeah. yo, this guy's got you know he's, he's like, got some he's got a he's got a strong spinal we're, cord. We're on Coruscant, might as well take it over. Yeah, he's like breaking into he, the prison. He freaking he kidnaps the Chancellor at one point. Kidnaps the Chancellor before Grievous. Let's get that on record. Yeah, he steals a Jedi holocron and then he takes Which everybody the holocron, thought undoable. He takes the holocron that has all the potentially force sensitive children. And he goes and he steals them. Steals them. For Sidious. Right under the nose of the Jedi. And so anyways, he's so he's a cool, super cool dude. And one of the coolest things about him is he's a very much like a Western character. And he's on Coruscant. So you have, uh, you know, for those of you who don't know as much or the names of the planets and stuff, Coruscant is the planet that in the prequels... It's that's Space where the, New York. That's where the, yeah, that's where the Senate is. That's where, uh, I almost said Congress, the Jedi, the Jedi Council, all that stuff that basically... Uh, in episode one, uh, Rick Oley, the pilot that says uh, we'd be... No, that's somebody else. But he's the pilot from episode one that flies the Naboo cruiser. And he says that the whole planet is a city. Mm. That's the first time you really talk, you know, hear about it. In books from previously, Catch like in the fast, Thrawn... Kid. In the In the Thrawn trilogy, they talk about seeing mountains in the distance. Yeah. So that's a cool little thing. But they yeah, turned it into cool. a complete city... Um, when the movies came out. So that's the planet we're talking about. So it's very highfalutin, stocks, mm-hmm. stock trading, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and then there's also the underworld got, aspect. Yeah. You know, and then in the middle of all this... It's like thousands and thousands and thousands of levels. a freaking blue-skinned Clint Eastwood character coming right. in with a dope voice and a cool hat. And the coolest moment from Cad Bane's hat is he's got the really big one, right? Mm. And then he loses it. Or whatever. He gets arrested. He's in prison, so he's doing the prison breakout. This is in the arc where uh, Obi-Wan fakes his death. Yeah. So Obi-Wan is the character Reiko Hardin, mm-hmm. and there's a thing called the Box. Who also, by the way, side side mention, uh, Obi-Wan's helmet. Yeah. That was Boba Fett concept art. Very cool. Yes. 
I love and I love that Dave Filoni and those guys are like, oh, you guys didn't end up using this? We'll use it. Because right. for the average fan, it's like, oh, that's a cool helmet. But for someone like us that's like really into it, we're like, I've seen that before. Right. So you got the episode called The Box. Mm. And it's basically an elimination game where it's like, we're going to have our best bounty hunters. They're going to come in and we're going to basically decide who's going to go on this heist ultimately by who can stay alive in the box. Mm-hmm. And there's these Ithorian twins. Ithorians are the hammerhead characters from the cantina. I guess we'll put a picture of those guys in there. Um, but they're there and they've got kind of a cowboy get up, right? Mm-hmm. And you see Cad Bane talking to Rako Hardini, Obi-Wan's fake character. Mm-hmm. And Cad Bane's got a, kind of a regular sized hat. Yeah, and he's given the Ithorian the side eye. And he's like, I think that him and Obi-Wan are talking and he kind of like shuts Obi-Wan up, walks directly over to the guy and goes, where'd you get that hat? And the Ithorian pulls his gun on Cad Bane and Cad Bane shoots him through the heart. You see the laser go out the back of the guy. He falls to his, you know, he's dead instantly, obviously. And the hat's flowing down like a feather and he picks it up, throws the trashy small one aside, puts the big one on. The and poor the, other Ithorian that's Everybody's a twin over is there like, like uh, yeah. you know, everybody's looking at him like, what the frick, bro? And he's like, like Bart, it was a nice hat. Yeah, well, yeah, just take the punchline. Yep. Go for it. You talk right. too long, I'm taking the punchline. Yeah, you. <laughs> Next. It was a nice hat. It was a nice hat. Uh, okay, so, oh man, I feel like if we get into Troopers, we're just going to go off the deep end. Well, does it have some honorable mentions in there? All right. Let's keep as many hats in a row as we can, and then we'll get to helmets eventually. Let's pepper them in there. Like All right, go ahead. Your favorite your favorite clone trooper hat slash helmet. Mm. Your favorite, go. Absolute favorite? Absolute no, number I, one. I don't know. Shoot, they're so cool. I don't know. I used to not like the phase one, you know, episode two clone helmets. And then as I get older, I'm like, those are pretty sweet. <laughs> uh, I think I prefer the phase one to the phase two. I don't know. There's some, it's just, uh, I like them both. <laughs> I love them used like they're my own. Uh, I think the clone commander helmets from episode three are very cool. You know, they got the built-in visors. The Cody? Yeah. Um, we we were talking like Fox and Thorn and some of those other characters yeah. from Clone Wars they have got, that as well. They got that cool visor. I think that's sweet. Um, Which I really appreciate because my eyes are so sensitive to light. Right. Well, and, and when I was watching it, I was like, ah, they gotta have their eyes covered so they can watch the Order sixty six holograms. <laughs> That's the whole reason. That's the whole reason. In my mind, I was like, gotta keep those eyes shaded, baby. <laughs> gotta know when it's time to light up the Jedi. That's straight where my mind went. Ah, practical function. <laughs> he's I like, haven't been able to look up for a couple of years for this moment. He's like. <laughs> Exactly. It's the most important. If you can't survive a little of this in the war, how are you going to beat a Jedi, son? You know what's crazy is that I think Order 65 is that the Chancellor... Everybody take a nap. I think Order 65 was that the Chancellor has taken control and needs to be removed via martial law. You gotta look that up. Okay. I Uh, think it is. I think another cool clone helmet is the... Clone Trooper Marine, you see them in Battlefront 2, 2005 mm. a lot. They're the guys that have the Gatlin gun that takes forever to warm up, uh, but then they shoot for days until they overheat, and then you're stuck. Not a very practical character to play as, but it's got a very cool helmet. Yeah. In Episode 3, um, when Order 66 takes place, 
you've got, uh, you know, obviously the first one you see is Cody gets the message. Mm-hmm. And then you just start going across the galaxy and seeing all your favorite heroes get killed like that. And, uh... R.I.P. Plopoon. Yeah, man. Uh, you know what? I'm not for Disney redoing the prequels at all. But if they did, I think that that scene would be better. Like, they could just make it crazier nowadays with technology and stuff. But, um, I would say that, uh, so the Galactic Marine, for those of you who are trying to visualize, uh, you have a Jedi named Kayati Mundi. And he's the guy that's got, like, the conehead look. Our dad calls him Christmas tree head. And so he's the one who's very preoccupied with the druid attack on the Wookiees. So he's running and he's like, come on. It's imperative we send it. What does he say? Uh, I don't remember. Back to my Tag group there immediately. So you, the, it's a really cool shot because he's like, come on, let's go. And you see the, the angle is like if your camera's on the floor of whatever walkway they're on and you see all the foots kind of the, mm-hmm. the footsteps they're going and then they just kind of stop mm-hmm. and you see them kind of uh, it's kind of like when you see somebody come up to a plate to, you know to play baseball mm-hmm. to, to, to they're squaring bat. up they're like squaring up and you're like oh my god it's happening and then you look up and there's the galactic marines and they're just like let me just take them out it sucks to his credit he blocks a good number of those bolts before he gets he's hit. there for a solid second and a half yeah, which, when there's 40 or 50 guys shooting at you... Pretty good. Making it for a second and a half is... Holding the record. Yeah. All right, so uh, so you said Clone Commanders yeah, uh, and really Galactic cool. Marines. You know what helmet is underrated? Freaking, he is the commander of the Galactic Marines, Commander Bakera. He's got, like, it's a... it's I, I remember as yeah. a kid... It's very... Uh, it's... It's so unique. Why at the base? Yeah. You know, you don't see those a lot. Uh, it's like you've got two giant gray Doritos right here <laughs> that are just taking up, like, it looks like it would be very cumbersome, but I remember as a kid when the Revenge of the Sith toys came out, I wanted a clone trooper, I wanted, you know, all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. When I saw that Commander Bakera, I was like, there's something special about this one. Uh, and I really, really loved that one. So that's probably one of my favorite uh, clone helmets. Yeah, that's very cool. Moving back to hats. Uh... This was one of my favorite all-time Jedi. Dude, eventually we'll do all-time favorite Jedi and Sith lists. And that would be sick. Um, but one of my favorite all-time Jedi and also one of my favorite species that we talked about a couple weeks ago, uh, the Whippets. Mm-hmm. Um, you have Crook mm-hmm. that I mentioned. And uh, in the old legacy comics, like I said, Crook lived for freaking forever. And he's actually training... Cade Skywalker, which is Luke's either grandson or great-grandson, I can't remember, but it's like 100 years after Return of the Jedi, so I'm assuming it's his great-grandson. No, it's got to be his great-grandson, because his dad's name is not Ben, which is Luke's son's name, so it's got to be his great-grandson, and Crook shows up in like a vision or something, or I I can't remember, but anyways, he shows up, and he's this giant, you know, huge wildebeest, warthog-looking yeah. Jedi. He's been around for a couple hundred years. And he's got a freaking Kung Fu Panda... I don't know what you call that. I don't know what it's called either, but everybody knows what you're talking about. Yeah. One of those, like, ninja hats, you know? Is that it? No, I don't, I don't it's know ninjas. what it's called. I don't know what it's called. But, you know, the Kung Fu Panda-style Chinese... Yeah, it's the, it's the, it's the sombrero of the Orient. <laughs> That is what it's called, everyone, and you can't say anything else. 
He's got a sombrero of the Orient. <laughs> Find a fault in my logic. I, I no, it was you. perfect. I, yeah. I'm changing it. I'm changing my my names. Um, but that's a really cool hat. I just I remember when the toy came out because one thing that they used to really be great about um, is that when you would have a character from a book or for a comic series, mm-hmm. Hasbro was releasing toys for those guys. Come on, keep up with us. And uh, so they had the Legacy Collection, so you got a, a Jason Solo, a Jaina Solo, mm-hmm. and then you had Crook. And I remember being so ticked when I finally got my you know, Crook figure. No helmet. Or he no didn't hat. have the straw hat. And I was like, yo, what's with this, dog? Um, but yeah, that's one of my favorite hats. Can it be said that the TP decoration on Dengar's head is a hat? Yeah, it's a lid, man. I like it. I like the mummy look. The mummy look, yeah. Uh, I don't know what the canon reason is for him being hurt, but back in the day, him and Han Solo were the number one and number two street racers, like Fast and the Furious style on Corellia, and Han cuts Dengar off, right? Mm. And Dengar gets really hurt, and those are actually like bandages, because he's got like, I guess, lifelong burns. Oh my gosh. And so he's trying to get a uh, regional manager's position at a local paper company. Where he recently accidentally shot a gun in the office and he can't be the manager anymore. So he had to change his identity. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I just didn't, I couldn't follow your, your path. But yeah, so those are to protect him because he was hurt, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Dingar's paper towels. That's one of my favorites. Uh, I really like, I really like Ray's I like, I like the concept of Ooh. Jedi and Sith hoods. Yes. Uh, number one for me is probably the Jedi Temple uh, guard. Guard, but it was the ceremonial robes from Force Unleashed, the first one. Mm. Um, he had like the cool. It was like you know white on white. He had the cool like you know sashes. I don't know freaking coming out of his sleeves. It just looked really comfy. I don't know. It's a very cool, very cool look. I think that's that's something worth mentioning. I'm gonna look that one up. I know what it looks like, but mm-hmm. for pictures later. Here's a deep cut. Okay, I was really proud that I remembered this. One of my favorite hats from Star Wars is Tebow the Ewok, black Ewok, and on top of his head, he has a freaking skull. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yes. Yes, I do. They just announced a black series figure for him. Um, and when they already made the, the smaller version, the version I collect, and that's like obviously wicked is the Ewok everybody knows, mm-hmm. but then freaking Tebow's got what some kind of freaking skull on his head, and that's always fascinated me. I've always loved that. Yeah, uh, actually, that's another Ewok. Killed him. Made is it, it really? No. I was like, <laughs> I was impressed. They were gonna eat, you know, freaking Han and Luke. I wouldn't surprise me, little cannibals. You know what? I don't get. Look that. Look that. I don't get. That George Lucas was going to have Endor originally be Kashyyyk, and he was going to have, instead of Ewoks, a forest full of Wookiees to help defeat the Empire. And he's like, you and know we what, didn't that, would get be, that. that would be too easy. He was like, you know what, it'd probably be better for those bears, little bears, tiny bears, teddy grams. That's the one we want. All different shapes oh, and sizes. Nancy, can you go out and give me some teddy grams? I'm hungry now. <laughs> And a soda, please. <laughs> By please, I mean now. I'm a billionaire in need. None of that 7-Up crap. I want Sprite. 
And if they say a CRM is okay, the answer is no. That's <laughs> my George Lucas. He's probably much nicer than we're portraying him. Um, he's, he, he's one of my lifelong heroes. George, if by some small miracle you happen to watch this. We love you. We love you. Dude, I would lose my oh, marbles. So a thought that I had. Okay. I wrote it. Uh, Lobot. Lobot. Oh, yeah, that is a headpiece. That is a headpiece. Yeah. I always, I don't know, I just thought it was cool that you could, like, silently communicate. Yeah, Lobot's, Lobot's uh, headpiece is super cool. Cyborg. Yeah. Um, yeah, Lobot's a super cool character. Yeah. Okay, here's one. Plo Koon, during the sandstorm, where they're looking for Sifo Dias's lightsaber. Remember? It's like a turban. Hmm. Hmm. I'll look it up. It's, they're looking for, um, they're looking f- for the, the crash site of sifo Right, I remember and the scene. Remember he finds the lightsaber? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. It's Super very cool. similar And he's got to... a very, like, a big, like, his, the, the Plokun species, the Keldor, that's not what his face actually looks like. Yeah, they can't survive in, like, oxygen-rich environments. Yeah, so that's actually a mask, and then he's, he's got, got a mask on top well. of his mask. In the sandstorm. It, uh, you know what it reminds me of is that episode where he takes Ahsoka into the underworld, or into the undergrounds in Coruscant, and he's got that cool, uh, it's like a Jedi robe, but it looks like Dagum Gucci made it. You know, it's all richly embroidered, <laughs> and it's, you know, got the pretty colors. Yeah, it's yeah, all, yeah. It's like somewhere between a Jedi robe and those robes that uh, Palpatine's rocking. Dude, I was going to say, one of my favorite headpieces is uh, Palpatine's robe, because... Yeah. All right, I'm pretty sure I watched, we watched episode nine recently. I'm pretty sure he has a change of clothes after he steals all that force dyad energy because it looks oh, like yeah. he's just wearing like a black cloth. And then he's got a belt. He's got, you know, the red lining. He's Dude, got he's like, got a red, he's got a Hugh Hefner red lining. Yeah, he's, he's, he's rocking it. It's bro. like Shakespeare. Yeah. I was what like, a change of clothes? Dude, so. Force clothes? Whenever he takes their energy. That's a new level. And heals himself and he goes, look what you have made. That's my voice is so high, guys. You know I can't do that. But what if he's what if he's talking about his clothes? Right? He's like <laughs> He's not this giving is them some great silk. <laughs> yeah, he's not talking about himself. Like he, he's not gonna give them that credit. He's talking about the nice sash. Look what you have made. Nice belt. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of there, my minions? Like the new threads! This cuddle scheme could use some blue. <laughs> Light it up. <laughs> oh, man. So, But I am very envious of the fact that Palpatine's hood stays there, but it doesn't go too far forward, doesn't yeah, fall back, and he can see placed. where he's going. Yeah. Uh, because... Yeah, I'd be able to watch that Order 66 hologram. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to send it. Hang on, I can't see. I can't see. <laughs> Uh, there's the How do I look? the Clone Wars the Clone Wars figure that's like the animated style they made a Palpatine figure and it's like this it's like hooded and you can see its face and dude I have looked under there with a flashlight and I can't remember if there's eyes or not that's how impressive that hood is dude I'm like all right hold still for me yeah he's doing even better than Batman in hiding his identity because he's got zero people suspecting him and there's an entire galaxy to find out and all it took. Was that the Clark Kent of hoods? Perfectly, (laughs) perfectly. (laughs) Okay, 
Okay, we got a list over here. We forgot some. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, we talked about Mandalorian, obviously. Boba Fett. Look yeah. at that. If you can't see it, I'll put a picture. Mandalorian is at, you know, obviously. Ha- you can't talk about lit. Oh, oh my God. I swore to God, I was like, well, it rained pretty bad today. I don't think anybody will be out there tomorrow. Don't worry, guys. I'll come weed whack. <laughs> the louder of the things. I'll just come and blow some of the water out of the grass. Anyway, a little realism to your life. Uh, Son of a mother. All right. Uh, Mandalorian. (coughs) Mandalorian. So we were talking, you know, you can't talk about Star Wars lids without talking about the Mandalorians, but... Probably the most iconic helmet. Has to be. Besides besides Vader. Besides Vader. Who's obviously... We gotta mention that real quick while we're... While it's been brought up, Darth Vader, you have a sick helmet. It was, it's probably the design from Star Wars that's held up under scrutiny for decades. Like, above all, that, that's the one. Um, I love that, um, in episode four, because the, the quality of the props and stuff wasn't as high because the Mm -hmm. revenue wasn't there yet. You can see like the imperfections. Mm. And you can see like the, it's almost like more matte than shiny Mm. in episode four. Um, and like I really episode three, that baby's a new car. <laughs> it's shiny. <laughs> that was can, a good one. You can brush your teeth in that thing, man. There you go. And he does. Well, <laughs> 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 he's got a little toothbrush attachment in the filter. He's Hang like, on a second. He's like, oh my god, my breath is terrible. And he's got like one of those daggum. You remember those uh, toothbrush finger sleeves they had back in the day? It was like yeah, where's rough, that stuff, Colgate? I'm trying to paper. do my stuff on the go. It was you were like, is this working? You know, just shove your finger in there. It's uncomfortable, but they sold a lot of those babies, mostly off of me, because I was like, don't have to brush my teeth in the morning. I'm in the car for a half hour on the way to school. Get it done, dude. I don't know what the heck we were so busy with growing up, but I was I like, I was like, shoes. I don't have time to brush my teeth. <laughs> I've got to run. Uh, zoo tycoons, you know. <laughs> zoo tycoons. Oh my! That's uh, <laughs> what I had to spend all my time doing. <laughs> anyway, maybe Darth Vader had a toothbrush in there. Who knows? Uh, anyway, back to the Mandalorians. Hey! Hey! <laughs> Babu Frick's doing it. Oh, go get it now! That's where he got his start brushing Vader's teeth, and he's learning about the electronics while he's on the inside. Is it done? Hey! He's like, these teeth are dead. <laughs> <laughs> dead, dead. <laughs> oh, anyway. What, you're foreign now or something? He obviously doesn't speak English, but I don't know what the freak he's saying. My name Babu Freak. My name is Babu Freak. I brush your oh, teeth. Good lord. Anyway. Dude, you know who needs a freaking toothbrush? It's those deck of nine moidians. <laughs> it's gone. He, he's like trying not to get his teeth brushed. He's like, <laughs> Speaking of teeth, can we talk about Sidious's teeth from the original Clone Wars? The 2D version? Oh. He was like, Time to do bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the the dark side was ravaging his. Teeth. It's like dark side meth mouth. Just Instead of bruising in teeth, it's just more and more until they're just like freaking stalactites. I don't know. That's what happened to Ray. Did you see those daggum reptile teeth in episode nine? Dude, that was. I would like an explanation on that. Anyway, good lord. Back to the Mandalorians. 
Uh, we, were, we, were watching, <laughs> we were watching The Mandalorian, and I saw uh, the armorer for the first time, and I was like, that Spartan helmet is sick. Yeah. It was, it's probably the most unique, maybe maybe outside of uh, Darth Maul's contingent of Mandalorians. I was going to say. Which had the Sith horns. Well, or the, the, the armorers have has horns too. Right. So I thought that was super but cool. But yeah, her visor's like, freaking unique. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Very, the very, visor's very cool. unique. It's freaking gold. Right. Well, and it's like, it's fitting that the armorer of the Mandalorian has the have, coolest helmet. Yeah, has the coolest helmet. She's like, this one's for me. As it as it should be. I mean, she's putting all the work in. Oh man, I'm dying. Uh, Alright, let's talk about some Sith helmets real quick. We'll just kind of okay. knock them out. So, so headpiece, lids... Lids. I'm, talking about, I'm talking about something covering the face. Okay, okay. Covering the face. We're talking about anything that's on the head. Anything on the head. Sunglasses. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Nice sunglasses, kid. Uh, nice sunglasses. <laughs> right. It was a nice sunglasses. <laughs> it was a nice monocle. <laughs> Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. <laughs> That guy's jaw is what like, if like, what if he's like, it was a nice gold tooth. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. Put another tooth in your mouth? I don't know. That's what they used to do in westerns, collect gold teeth. Do you not remember that? I remember we've, that. We've come a long way. As a species, yes. Uh, anyway, uh, I think so. All right, let's talk cool helmets. First of all, obviously, Kylo's up there with Darth Vader, especially in episode nine where he's got the dagger The red. Uh, the kyber yeah. filling. I love the description of that when you're watching the uh, Skywalker uh, Legacy mm-hmm. uh, documentary from the Rise of Skywalker home release. And it talks about there's an ancient um, tradition from the Orient where if they have a vase or something that's valuable to them, especially if it's been passed down, mm-hmm. if it breaks, they don't get rid of it. They uh, basically glue it together like Winnie the Pooh does with honey, but with gold. <laughs> and so... Basically the same thing. Um, but it was even cooler because the red popped really well. Right, right, even right. Even though, imagine if this was freaking gold. That that doesn't, it doesn't fit the scheme. Raw. Um, Why don't you just listen to rap music? <laughs> Once you got gold in <laughs> his helmet. Anyway, uh, hang on, Ray. I'm listening to... Insert rap here. This Black Sheep song is dope. So, Kylos is anyway, up there. Uh, so, let's talk respirators for a second. Okay, Malgus. All right, you got Malgus. You got Darth Malik. Who his uh, bottom thing was covered because uh, Darth Revan was like, "You're not OG enough," and cut off his lower jaw. Yeah. Well, what happened was Revan was Malik's Jedi Counter- instructor. Yeah, counterpart. He was his master. They both turned to the dark side. Yeah, and so they both turned dark. And then there's a part where Malik basically questions Revan's like commitment commitment his hardness or whatever and so uh as a response revan hits off his lower jaw and is like put this on it's annoying me (laughs) and so he has a freaking mask yeah so malchus's is a little bit cooler in my opinion because he didn't get punked into wearing it yeah uh well and then his face is jacked up Mm -hmm. you know it talks about that in in the that particular novel um, deceived uh, yeah and then by Paul S. Kemp another version of the Sith respirator uh, you, I've never seen it visualized very well but um, Plagueis in the Plagueis novel mm-hmm. there's an attempt on his life and he makes it out of there but he has to wear a respirator mm-hmm. and so that's kind of holding his jaw together and everything like that mm-hmm. but he's immune so it looks kind of cool mm-hmm. uh, almost like the techno union 
Right. The dial up chest uh, guy. Yeah. Watt Tambor. Also, he looks like Dagum Zerg. He's just like kind of rolling Destroy around. Destroy Galactic Republic. <laughs> doop, 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 doop. Uh, okay, so Sith helmets, my favorite Not today, Watt Tambor. <laughs> I'm going to play ball with my dad. Um, my favorite growing up was Darth Nihilus. Dude, you see it on the KOTOR cover? Yeah. Freaking sick. This guy, he's called the Lord of Hunger. Because back in the day, Sith were like the Lord of this, the Lord of this. Um, You had Darth Sion, who was the Lord of Pain, who literally was a dead body, whose body looked like a freaking desert with cracks going through it, and like just pure hate kept him alive. And that guy from uh, Hellboy. Yeah. Nazi made of sand. And so, uh, that guy? Yeah. Um, why has everybody got a freaking microwave thing on there? An old school timer on their chest. Where else are you going to put it? <laughs> Here? <laughs> <laughs> Belly button would be hilarious. All right. I think the thing what is does he dial that thing for? The Hellboy guy. I think it's his, I think it's like kind of his heart. Sorry. I think it's kind of his heart. Like it just kind of keeps things going. So he just has to turn it like six times or Yeah, it's a watch. Not by my watch. Alright, so uh, but Dark Nihilus, so back in the day Sith Lords had like names to them. Mm-hmm. And um, so this guy, Darth Nihilus, the Lord of Hunger, the reason that he is called that is because he was known to suck the life force. So imagine what Palpatine does to Rey and Kylo in episode mm-hmm. nine. Times, I don't know, An five or ten planet. billion people. <laughs> the fact that he got killed by anyone is just a fallacy to me. Because he could suck the life force out of an entire brain. Right. In it. That's ridiculous. Well, and you see uh, the original Emperor as well. In the Lord Viciate? Yeah. I believe. Yeah. Um, he does that as well. Like, But that was like, as a kid, that was like his experiment. And so he sucked the whole life force yeah. out of an entire planet, all the inhabitants. Um, and people go there and they're like, I don't like it here. Because there's, there's literally no life left. Yeah, there's no yeah. presence in the forest. It's like a void. Um, so, Nihilus is up there for me. Uh, you can't not talk about Revan. You can't not talk about Revan. Yeah. Iconic mask. Right up there with the Mandalorians. Kind of a cool statement as well because... Because that was Mandalore's helmet. Right. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah. And so he was So like, he got Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Basically, he destroyed the Mandos as they existed basically in that point. And they became kind of like a... That was their fall from grace. Yeah, and in Mandalorian, and then, and the like, TV show we have now, it to you, he's like, "Now I'm even better." Yeah, you know, I'm gonna take all their helmet. That's so sick. Yeah, and in the new show, the Mandalorian, the Disney Plus show, you see them kind of in hiding because they've had the Imperial Remnant mm-hmm. attack them and stuff like that, uh, or the Empire. Sorry, the Great Purge. They talk about throughout the show. Hopefully, we get a little more history on that during season two. Um, but Revan did that. He was the original mm-hmm. like bombardment. Yeah, that was sick. Uh, here's a great, but also very deadly piece of headgear: Darth Bane's Orbalisk armor. Yeah, but so his, you, his yeah a mask to keep the Orbalisk from taking over his face. Right, right. So you've got um, I think which was no, it wasn't Revan who designed that, but he found it on a holocron somewhere. Yeah, yeah, he found a holocron with the secret designs to keep the Orbalisk from taking over his uh, face. So you've got these. I kind of picture them like horseshoe crabs. Yeah. And they're called orbalisks. Mm-hmm. And they attach themselves and they kind of leech. They feed life on force from energy. You. Yeah. But the thing that 
Darth Bane learned is that. It's like a symbiotic relationship. They they protect him, and if someone hits him with a lightsaber or a force, he type heals of energy, instantly. Basically, it heals him, and it's kind of like, it's kind of like they're constantly leeching life from him. Mm-hmm. But if they're also putting uh, like different, uh, to use a, I can't think of a less gross word, fluids uh, back into a system, but it, it causes like adrenaline to start rushing or yeah. uh, just things that'll increase his ability to produce dark side energy. Um, so that they get stronger and he gets stronger. Um, they, like, ravage his body. Yeah. But um, it makes him pretty much unstoppable because his whole they're impervious to f- uh, lightsabers. Yeah. So he's just and completely when, covered. when force energy is, is, is latched onto them, mm-hmm. they soak it up. Yeah. So it's kind of like, hey, we'll protect you. But while they're protecting, they're actually eating yeah. in a way. But if they covered up his face, he would suffocate and die. Yeah. And so he creates this mask. Yeah. That goes on... Basically a cage that he wears over his face. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. super cool. Yeah. Um, and so he's an ancient Sith. Another ancient Sith that I really like that we don't know as much about uh, is Darth Andedu. And You hear a lot about him. He was the <clears throat> one who... Well, not a lot, but in the Bane series you hear a lot about him. Mm-hmm. He was the guy who basically unlocked Essence Transfer. Yeah. And so, by the time he's like... I think he ruled on his planet for like 600 years. Yeah, the the, the picture of him that we'll put in the video yeah. is his body looks like a human body, but he's so old or whatever that his face is just a skeleton with like red dots for eyes, yeah. like freaking Skeletor. Yeah. And his head is very much like, a, like an ancient Babylonian or like ancient, yeah. like you know, Persian, yeah. like, freaking helmet thing. It's like this tall... It's like Abraham Lincoln with sideburns, but it's a one hat. Yeah, it's, it's, cool like a, it's like a pharaoh headpiece almost. Yeah, super cool. Uh, so the Sith are just full of cool hats. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of other helmets yeah. and stuff if that you we want thought of. picture, like, the kind of life that Ondetto lived, if you're a Marvel fan, think of Apocalypse. You know, he's just moving his life on and gathering more power as he goes. Yeah. Freaking There's cool. some of these characters that... It, for, I, I like their stories and I'm glad that we still have them in Legends. Like, that's the thing I don't get. Like, people le- legitimately freak out that, le- like, they're made Legends now, but it's not like they burned the books. Right. Like, you, you can, can still, still read the stories. Still, yeah. But I Volume think it's, yourself. I think it's good for Star Wars as a whole that we filter in believable things. Right. Because it's like, when you think about Darth Nihilus, a guy that can eat a planet... Like, not, like, freaking eat it with his mouth, but, like, yeah. he sucks up the life force and it just kills it. Which is freaking cool. Similar to, like, you know, in Episode Seven, Starkiller Base is sucking the life out of that, that sun, time. and then it collapses, and they use that energy to shoot a beam. Mm-hmm. Um, imagine that. But a person. But a person is the one, one consuming person. that energy. Freaking to me, crazy. super cool, but... How do you write a book or a, have a movie or a video game even? Where do you go from that? Where do you go from there? Like, it kind of makes Palpatine, who is obviously the most powerful character in canon as of now, mm-hmm. it kind of makes him look like a punk. Yeah. You know, like, this guy can eat a whole planet, but you get thrown down an elevator. You know, it's just like, and how does somebody beat that? Yeah. Like, whenever you have it and it's like, two, uh, these two characters ganged up on Di- Dark and Highlands, I'd be like, I could give two freaks if it was a city of 10 million people. He just ate a planet. Right. So, I do like that they're pulling it back and as we see things, it'll be better. Right. Um, uh, more more, more helmets. I think Second Sisters is very cool. Yeah. Um, and it's I think that between... she has something similar to what the girl from Rebels has. Second Sister? Second is Jedi? No. 
what is what's what you just said? Second sister is the one that you see yeah. in. So maybe seventh sister is the girl from Rebels. I think the helmets are the same though. Yeah, they're very similar. They look somewhere between like uh, an imperial gunner and the shape of you know the top. Uh, somewhere near like uh, I don't know. It's just like a hybrid of a bunch of different stuff. Very cool. Uh, can't not talk about the Knights of Ren. Every single one of them has a sick helmet. And I'm sick um, of y'all hating on the Knights of Ren. Especially Ren, Ren's helmet. You never see it in the movies, but you see it in the comics. Very cool helmet. Very uh, reminds, Avatar, Last Airbender looking. It reminds me of uh, Zero from Borderlands. He's got like the completely blank faceplate. Mm-hmm. I guess there's a heads-up display, um, so he's not actually blind. Uh, that's freaking cool. Uh, oh, got a good one. Let's throw some honorable mentions to uh, Phasma and Cardinal from the Phasma novel. Basically, the first ever Stormtrooper to have pure red armor, Cardinal. Mm -hmm. I wish he would have gotten more um, love somewhere else besides Phasma's novel because he just gets punked that whole time and he's a very cool character. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cool factoid from the Phasma novel. Phasma's armor is actually made from the remnants of one of uh, Palpatine's wrecked Naboo cruisers. That's why it's got that metal sheen. Mm -hmm. She wanted to be set apart. And you were saying earlier how heavy it was. Oh, yeah. I was like, dude, that's like, it's made out of a freaking spaceship. Yeah. You know, it's not made for it to be human worn. Yeah. You know, resistant to the sun from a close distance, but also light. (laughs) Light and fluffy? Fluffy. (laughs) Uh, I've got a good one Dirge. Ooh. Yes. That's the deep cut for you guys, old school Star Wars fans. Yeah, somewhere between like Gladiator and Mandalorian. Yeah. You know, it's got kind of the. He hated the Mandos. Yeah. But he has a Mandalorian symbol on him. This is when Star Wars was at its, like, we're putting out a ton of content, yeah. but some of it doesn't make sense. But Dirge was a, uh, I, I forget know. the species. I just kind of think of it as... But uh, he's got, like, a dadgum cool helmet. Yeah, kind of, I think of it kind of like Revan, where, you know, he beat them all, and now he's just going to, like, insult them by wearing their stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. You know what I mean? Kind of like a headhunter. I mean, his whole freaking chest is a giant mythosaur skull. Yeah. Uh, so, those are really cool... Um, let me see your list real quick. <laughs> I think we pretty much covered it. We covered Malgus, Revan, Hylus, Kylo Vader. Uh, we haven't really Force talked about Stormtroopers. Uh, I was thinking about the initial Re- Rebel helmets that you see. You oh, know, the first McQuarrie ever. concept? Mm-hmm. I think those are cool. Those are cool. I mean, they they don't look practical at all, but it's like, that's vintage Star Wars. Um, I think one that should definitely be talked about and get a little more love is that Sith Flame Trooper that you see in episode 9 very briefly in the last battle mm-hmm. that dude looks dope when he comes through those flames and yes he's like, oh my god that is so cool Sith Jet Trooper he's still got the flames he it's, comes through the flames he doesn't shoot flames frick yeah I don't care he's got a cool helmet he does that really cool helmet he has a cool helmet um, I love <clears throat> I really liked I wish that the Sith Troopers would have looked different I get that they're red right but I did like the red helmet um Man, there's there's so much stuff out there. So many hats, so many hats. Yeah, but those are our favorites. Those are our favorites. They're the best ones. Uh, one cool thing is I love the Kanan's blind faceplate thing. Yeah, the blast shield. Uh, which, why does it have the same symbols on it as Rex's helmet, which were originally on the concept for Boba Fett's helmet for the Republic? That's why. Now we know. Uh, so those are all cool. You know, we never saw Dooku wearing a hat. It's got nice hair. Yeah. Chris really's like, don't need it. No, thank you. Swords, please. Swords, please. You know, you guys at home, Christopher Lee has a heavy metal Christmas album. 
And if you haven't listened to it, you're doing yourself a disservice because it's Christopher Lee singing and screaming and playing death metal. I'm not even kidding you. It's like, and he's like, it's dope. It's Christopher Lee, who is like Dracula, Saruman, Count Dooku. I think he's Sherlock Holmes at one point. You don't even need more than that. That's already a stacked roster. Yeah. He's a freaking, I think he was a knight. I think it was Sir Christopher yeah, Lee. Sir Christopher Lee. And he has a freaking death metal Christmas album. But no hats. You're so. welcome. But no hats. Uh, so, yeah. Not even as a wizard in Lord of the Rings. No hats. Oh my god, you're right. Yeah. We should have known. But that hair, though, was on point. Remember how disgusting his nails were? Gross. Oof. All right. Well, we're getting to Lord of the Rings now, so it's time to wrap it up. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, this has been Star Wars Lids with us from the Chist Ascendancy. Uh, please uh, leave us a like. Don't forget to subscribe to this channel and sign up for notifications. And uh, tell your friends about this because we've all got a ton of time in our hands right now, right? So uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. May the Force be with you always. And remember, the only family you have here is me. See you guys.